screenwriter Colin Campbell published a book this spring called Finding the Words. He wrote it in response to his and his wife Gail's experience grieving their two teenage children who were killed when the family's car was hit by a drunk driver. His children's names were Ruby and Hart. In an article adapted for The Atlantic, Campbell describes how frustrating and isolating it was when friends and acquaintances would tiptoe around them in the weeks and months after the accident. One particularly unhelpful thing they heard people say to them was, there are just no words. Of course, he acknowledges that when people say this, they usually mean that this tragedy is just so overwhelming and unfathomable. It transcends our ability to adequately communicate our sorrow. I have said this before. Have you said it, had it said to you? Have you said it? There are no words. We as a society fear that by saying the wrong thing to someone in pain, we will make it worse. And so we choose not to say anything at all. But the worst has already happened. There is nothing that makes that pain worse except to feel like you're alone. There are no words is a conversation killer. It is isolating. It makes the grieving feel alienated from the world. Campbell said that there were two words he and his wife were desperate to hear. Those words were ruby and heart. He described how bizarre it felt when well-intentioned people avoided bringing them up in conversation or saying their names out of fear that it would upset them further or remind them of their pain as though they could forget it. Instead, it felt to them like Ruby and Hart were just not present and it was lonely. Saying words and saying names, allowing people to talk openly about how much they are hurting, to cry, to laugh, to remember their loved one makes them feel like they are seen. It helps them process tragedy. It helps manifest the lost loved other in the present. I think for all of its complexities and tendencies to fall short, Christianity is good at reminding us that there are indeed words about death and they are words that should be spoken. The story we just heard contains zero platitudes, comforting sayings, condolence card language. It begs us to look squarely at tragedy and death, at mourning, at suffering, our story takes pain and puts it in the center of everything, identifying it. Here is your king. The Psalms have given words to the most intense human feelings for thousands of years. From Psalm 22, the psalmist writes, I am poured out like water. 
All my bones are out of joint. My heart within my breast is melting wax. My mouth is dried out like a potsherd. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. And you have laid me in the dust of the grave. Packs of dogs close me in and gangs of evildoers circle around me. They pierce my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. And the writers of the Gospels and the earliest Christians did not remember the crucifixion of Jesus and just say, there are just no words to describe what happened. They don't do this. Instead, they faithfully and painstakingly wrote them down. The violence in the story we just heard, the breaking of the legs of the crucified to bring them off the cross, we don't miss one single moment of agony or of mercy or of beauty. They said, we have to tell it. We have to say Jesus' name and we have to tell the truth so that maybe somewhere along the way, someone else feels less alone in their grief. We hear from John, he who saw this has testified so that you may also believe. His testimony is true, and he knows that he tells the truth. The crucifixion is so much more than a reminder that Christ suffered as we do. It is an act of companionship during the heartbreaking times that life hands each of us. And thanks be to God, we have words to turn to when we need to hear them. In the silence of anxiety or eggshell walking that we humans are wont to do when confronting death, our scriptures are not silent. Our scriptures find words. They find the words that we need to make sense of grief and tragedy, to feel connected to our own humanity, to remember that we are dependent upon one another. Nobody walks alone in grief. Not Jesus, not the disciples, not his mother, not those who mourned at his feet, not me, not you, not your neighbor. There is no love in running away or being fearful of pain. There are words for us today, not just to hear or read, but for us to say in this dark hour, this is my king. Here are our children. Behold thy mother. It is finished. In the name of God. <laughs>